Bokatov, today's daf is daf tzaddik in Babakama. As we learned for Tanukal Basis Ram Sunbatsarvashivya. At the end of yesterday's Gemara, we had a uh, two different prices which talked about uh, if a woman uh, knocked out the teeth of her tooth of, or the eye of her Eved and uh, she had a husband. So what's the deal there? Normally, if you knock it out, the uh, Eved goes out free. So we had a machlokas. One Bryce said that if it's an Eved that uh, belongs to Abdi Muluk, something that belonged to her family, and now she's married and her husband has rights to use him. So one said that an Eved Muluk, that if she knocks it out, she's really the owner. So the Eved goes out free. But the husband does not, uh, if he knocks it out, doesn't go out free. Another Bryce said neither one of them go out free. So we assume that everybody holds Kenyatta Paris, when mean the acquisition that the husband has the rights to use this Ebed, to use the work of the Ebed, is not Kenyatta, he doesn't really own it. And the Chor of the Machlokas was, one holds of the Takanasusha, why not? The Takanasusha was that a woman is not allowed to sell, she doesn't have full rights to sell while they're married, because it it it, uh, uh, it takes away from their mar- from the matrimony the good relationship. That's what the Takanasusha was. The Chor of the Machlokas was, one holds of the Takanasusha, and therefore she cannot if she doesn't really have ownership, and if she knocks out the tooth uh, or the eye, it doesn't, if Shane Lyon, the Evid does not go out free. And the other one says that neither one of them, uh, that, that, that if the, the other one says that the uh, wife knocks it out, she does go out free, doesn't hold the, the Kanasusha, that she's allowed, she has full ownership. The Gemara said, no, that's not the Machlokas. Everybody could hold. We said the Kulialma is every else to the Kanasusha. One was, but one Bryce was before the Takana, one was after the Kana. Or you could say, that everybody holds it to the Constitution, everybody's supposed to speak not after Constitution. And what the Machlokas is over here, Rabbi, the hold of Rabbi, Rabbi holds that Hektish Chams for takes away from the Shibut, and this Shikhr that she's Meshach for the Evet is stronger than the Shibut. So is that a Machlokas? Is, is what Rabbi says a Machlokas between the Tanam? So you could say no. The Machlokas is um, uh, the question is everybody holds a Rabbi, but over here the Rabbanan, by the Takanasusha, they gave him a stronger. Ownership, meaning even though the the evidence Maluk belongs to the wife and she should have the rights to sell him and to free him, etc., but the Chachamim gave him a stronger power and doesn't allow her to do it. Or you could say that everybody holds uh, that everybody does not hold the Tekanasusha. And over here, what's the Machlokas? If there's no Tekanasusha, she should be able to free him. The question is, can Kenya Paris go from here or not? Kenya Paris does the husband have his exact considered life, he's an owner, and therefore. That takes away from her rights to sell him or free him or not. And that's the Machlokas over here. That's what we left off yesterday about the sixth, seventh line on the daf. That's the Machlokas over here. Is, is, um, is, um, is the, um, uh, everybody doesn't know the Kasusha and the Kana and the Shiva of the Baal is like any king in a Paris. That's the Machlokas. In other words, if you say, that the husband, Kenya Paris, is Kenya Guftami, so he owns it too. So his ownership is the strongest. So therefore, she can't just free him on his own. If you're Kenya Paris, is not Kenya Guftami. <coughs> therefore, she's the real owner. And the husband's rights in the in the Eved do not give him really ownership. And what's the machlo? Because this is where we left off yesterday about the seventh line down of the page. You sell your Eved Kenani to somebody else. Reuben sells it to Shimon. And Reuben says, you know, I'm selling it to you today, but I still need to keep it for 30 days. I need to use this Evan for 30 days. It's yours. I'm selling it now, but the deal is that I get to use them for 30 days. Okay. Now, what happens is this. There's a, there's a, the the uh, next week's Parsha, not Yisrael Mishpatim. We talk about all the Avadim, all the damages. Most of this uh, Masechta is found in, in that Parsha. One of the deals is that if you 
if you damage, if you hurt your Evid, Kanani, and he dies, you're killed for that. He's a, he's a human being. He's half Jewish. What happens if he lives for a day or two? He lingers for a while. Then you're potter. Now, if somebody else does that damage to him, even if he lingers for uh, for a couple of years, but he dies from that, the person's hired for murder, not the owner. So what's it going over here? So now you sold, Reuben sold the Evid to Shimon, and Shimon's the owner. But Reuben has the rights to use the Evid for 30 days. Rameir says, Now, what happens if that during that 30-day period, Reuven damages the Evid, but the Evid lives for a day or two, right? Leaves till the next day, meaning Yom Yom meaning he lives till the next day. Uh, then you're not chayiv, then he's not chayiv misa, he's not considered murder. Who, who's the who's the owner over here? Is it Reuben or Shimon? Shimon's really the owner, but Reuben has the rights to use him. Rameir says, the Rishon, the first guy's right, because he's under her jurisdiction now. Yes, Reuben sold him to Shimon. Shimon has title, so to speak, but since Reuben has rights to use him for 30 days, Shimon can't use him during those 30 days. So since it's under Reuben's jurisdiction, he's the owner, and therefore he has the din of Yom Yomayim. If, the Ebed, if, he, if he hits the Ebed, and the Ebed lasts for at least a day overnight, and then the Ebed dies, he doesn't, he's, the, he's not high of murder for that. That's, Reuben would have that, that exemption. So can you tell me, the fact that he can use him, the fact that Reuben is not the title owner. He sold him to Shimon, right? Let's say he sold him for cash or for a star or whatever. He sold it to him, but he has the rights to use him. Reuben retained the rights to use him for 30 days. During that 30 days, he's considered the owner because No, Shimon, who is the real owner, he has the end of your mind. If Shimon hurts him and he lasts the day, Shimon's off the hook. But if Reuben hurts him, Reuben's high of murder, right? Why is the second guy considered the owner according to Reuben? They shoot Caspo. He's his gospel, except for Kenyan Paris. Lofty Kenyan root on me. Kenyan Paris, the fact that Reuben has the rights to use him doesn't give him ownership. The owner is Shimon. Okay, so we have this machlux between Ramey and Rabbiuda. Now, by the way, now we're going to two other opinions, but before we get there, the other day, the day before yesterday, we had the machlux between Rachel and Mishlakish, where the Kenyan Paris is creating root on me. The Gemara doesn't say uh, there's machlux Rabbiach and Mishlakish. Uh, isn't this really a machlokistan? Usually, when it's a machlokistan, Rabba, the Gemara will say, well, if that's, that's really a machlokistan, why are the Maram arguing about it? We don't find that over here, Lafar. I didn't see it that they asked that kasha. You could say that maybe the machlok, Rabbi Yochan Rishlokesh, who were the early Amaram, maybe you could say the machlok is Kufa, who do you paskin like? Because we said over there, that's one of the three cases when we said Rishlokesh says that what Shim Kinnipers is Lafki Kinyan Guftami. Why? Because he holds Kinnipers Lafki Kinyan he holds like, who like Rabbi Huda. The machlok is Rabbi Huda, we usually go like Rabbi Huda. Maybe that's why we paskin like Rishlokesh. It's one of the three cases in Shah, so we paskin like Rishlokesh against Rabbi Yochan. Really, it's possible like Rabbi against Rameir. Uh, you can say that maybe that's why the Gemara doesn't ask it, because really the Machlux Rabbi from Shlokish is, who do you possibly like Rameir, Rameir, Rabbi Maybe that's the shot. I'm not sure. In any case, we have these two opinions. Rameir says, King of Paris is King of Thummy, therefore, Rubin's rights to use him during 30 days, 30 days gives him the ownership. He's the owner. So he has the din of Yomi Omayim, that if he hurts him, he's not high of murder if the Evan lasts overnight. And uh, Rabbi says, no. Shimon has those rights because he's the owner. He's really, it's his, it's his Kenyan kid. So he owns Kenyan pass Lafkin. The fact that Reuben could use him does not give him ownership rights. Why isn't, he, why isn't Reuben the original owner? Why isn't he a shomer? He only had his use of it for 30 days. Right. It's like he's a shomer. Right. You could say that, but 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 he he um he's more than a shomer. A shomer is not allowed to use the item. Here he's entitled to use him totally. He has full he has full rights. Shimon can't even come and take it away. During those 30 days, he says, listen, I'm selling it to you, but it's only I'm selling it to you today, but I have full rights to use them 30 days. You can't touch him. Even though you're the owner, I have the rights to use him. He's like a show elf, right? Like a show elf. So he has he, he, 
Right. Presumably, if if, if the Evan would die, or in you know the, that uh, some accident happened or whatever, uh, he'd have to pay for him because he's like a show up. Right. That's the machlokus over here. That's the machlokus. That's the yachim machlokus. According to a mayor, he would go out free because he's the owner. Because the he and a person can give it to me. Because Reuben's considered the owner, according to uh, according to Rabbi Yehuda, no, he wouldn't go out free. He wouldn't go out free because he's not really the owner. Now, now uh, the same thing would be. Uh, you, you could say that's a good point you're raising. Why don't you why don't you have machlokas about if he goes out free or not? But but here the issue is if he killed him, is he does it anyone who's really the owner? Presumably, it'd be lachar the same machlokas about if he knocked out the eye. Or the same same thing. Rabbi Yossi Omer. Rabbi Yossi Omer. Or you could say it's like we saw yesterday with the, or, you know, we'll see that in a minute. If, uh, if they both have rights in it, well, that's really the machlokas over here. So we have these two opinions so far, Rameyer and Rabiuda. Rameyer says that Ruben's considered the owner. King of Pastor King, you give Rabiuda says no. Shimon's considered the owner. Rabiosi on Mishneh, Yeshim Denyamayim. They're both considered the owners. Zed Meshu Tachta, one because Ruben, because he's under his jurisdiction, he's using him. Zed Meshu Kaspa, because he's the owner. So what does that mean? He's really giving a cool over here. He's giving a leniency. He's saying neither one of them, neither Reuben or Shimon, who kills him during that period, during the 38th period, would be killed for that if he lasted overnight. He's not sure. Rabbi Yossi is not sure. Is Kenyon Peshkinyuftami like Rameyer or like Rabbi Yudha? Kenyon Peshkinyuftami. Rameyer or Kenyon Peshkinyuftami. Rabbi Yudha says Lafkinyuftami. Rabbi Yossi is not sure. And therefore, it could be that Reuben's the owner could be Shimon's the owner. Therefore, if either one of them killed him during the 30 days, but he lasted overnight, they wouldn't be killed for that. The Suffolk Navash's law is the question, are you going to kill Reuben or Shimon for ki for killing the uh, slave? Uh, well, maybe maybe each one of them, whoever killed him, maybe he was the owner. And therefore, if, he, if the event lasted overnight, if he lingered overnight, wouldn't be killed. So Rabbi Yossi's is not sure. And both of them basically get it. You apply the rule of Yom Yomayim to both both of them, and neither one would be killed. Rabbi Lezer Omer, Shneim Einabedin Yomayim. No, neither one of them gets off the hook. They're both, either one would be Chayav Misa for killing him, even if he lingered. Why? One, because he's not under his jurisdiction. So if he's not under his jurisdiction, not considered the owner. And the other one, Reuben, in other words, Shimon is not considered the owner because he's not under his jurisdiction. He's under Reuben's jurisdiction. And Reuben's not considered the owner because he doesn't belong to him. Amarabha, so, so Rebelezer basically is Machmer. Rebelezer says that either one of them who killed him, even if he lingered, would be Chayat Misa. Amarabha, my time, Rebelezer, what's Rebelezer's reason? Amarabha, the Pasuk has that Pasuk it talks about. Uh, if he lasts a day over a night, lo you come, he will not be, he will not be avenged, meaning he won't be killed. The owner who, kid, who, who beat the Ebed will not be killed, because it's his, uh, he's the owner. That's a special Allah in the Torah. And if he kills him and he, he killed him immediately, shot him in the head, and he died immediately, he would be Chayv Misa. The owner would be Chayv Misa, assuming that there was Adam and Asra. Hikaspu. But over here, uh, when he lingered overnight, that's Machlis. Blessed says, either, neither one of us considered the owner. <clears throat> so neither one of them gets the advantage of Yom Yomayim, and, and they would both be considered a murderer. Whoever, whoever killed him would be considered a murderer, even if he lingered. Hikaspu. What's for Blessed? Because it's Hikaspu. Kaspam Yuchalo. His ownership rights, his, his money, his asset, really, which Miyuchat Prim is special for him. Over here, it's not really Shimon's because it's not it's not um, uh, accorded to him. It's really Reuben could use him during that 30-day period, right? It's not uh, particular to him. And it certainly doesn't belong to Reuben. He's simply uh, using him for 30 days. 
Let's say a husband and wife. We had an issue before. What was the kind of susha that if if um, a woman has and they're now in the marriage and the husband's entitled to use them, she can't sell them. That was the kind of susha. What happens if they both sell them? They both agree to sell them. Neither one of them. It's not considered a sale. Listen to this. Husband and I both agree to sell. So what do you mean it's not considered a sale? They both agreed right now. But let's say one of them dies. The other one can renege on the deal. It's not a sale. And if one of them dies, the other one could, could, could uh, take it back, could renege on the deal. Why? Why? Why Why is that? So Rashi, so Rashi is going to explain, but he says, who does that go like? Come on, Kribelezer. Like Kribelezer, who says what? What? She doesn't really own it because he's entitled to use it. And he doesn't really own it because he only has user rights. He's not entitled. To, he doesn't really have ownership rights. Right? That goes like Kribelezer. And Rashi says over here, this is a very important Rashi, Rashi before the Mishnah. This is not like Shutten. Why? The Alma. Not like Rabbi Shutten. By a regular case of partners, let's say there's two partners, a simple case. Ownership rights when people are Shutten in something, the halacha is, they both own the whole thing with the rights to take half. That if they split it, each one's going to get half. But they both own the whole thing right now. They each own the whole thing. Car or the whole evit or whatever it is. Avul Hocha says Rashi, Kulan Kanuyan Laguf, Kulan Kanuyan La Laguf, she owns the whole body, Kulan Kanuyan La Paris, and he's entitled to all the Paris. In other words, Nefsim Malug means she's the owner, but he has the rights to use it. She doesn't, she doesn't, she can't take the Paris away from him. So here, this is not a regular case of Shutfin. Shutfin, if they agree to sell something, they could sell it. But he says, you know what? But uh, uh, now, that's the case of Shutfin. This is Rebbe sheet. We don't necessarily hold a Rebbe Lezer sheet. We doesn't necessarily hold like him. That what that Ishvi Ishi Shemachem and Echsa Milaglos Olokum. But the Chor of the Ramam Seichem is there. It could be that we do hold that way because this is not like Shutfin. They are not Shutfin in it. She owns it. He has usually rights in it. It's like you own an apartment. It's rented to somebody. Are you partners in it? No. Partners means you each own the whole apartment. What does that mean? It gives you the rights that if you sell it eventually, each one will take half. Each one will take half, but but they each own the whole thing right now, as opposed to here, where she owns it and he has usership rights. But like in Yuchalas, it's not it's not individualized, it's not particular to one or the other. So that's what he says over here. And the same thing we're gonna have in the next case. Look back in the Gemara. Uh command across a Montana back in the Gemara, six lines above the Mishnah. Montana Lotana, but who's the author? Person's half and half and half Ben Khorim. How is that? Presumably, because he had two owners and one was Meshach for him or not. We'll see. They don't go out. Why? If he knocks out you know, a tooth or an eye or any of the other Avarim that are not, that, that don't grow back, they don't go out at all. In other words, who's the author of this? It's got to be his own, his only. It's only an evid which is particular to him. It's, it's, uh, it's. Um, I can't think of the word from yuchot, right? It's particular to him. It belongs to him only, and it doesn't belong to the other guy. So here, unique. unique. It's unique to him, right? Each um, should take a look at Tosos, the bottom Tosos. Now, if if Rebbe Lezer made that difference between Shutfin and over here, the Nechsem Ulug, 
where she owns it and he has rights, as opposed to Shittim, where they both own the whole thing. So he says, Rashi, the last toast says, last toast on the page. She owns the whole body. Also, the Basomach, if they each own the whole thing, what's going on over here? No. That's what he means over here. It means it's not regular shit that they each own the whole person. This one owns the goof, and this one is called the Abbot paid for all his money. In other words, he paid his way out already. So he doesn't want so again, it's not like they each own half. That would be a regular shutfin, because you say over here that if it's regular, if it's real shutfin, they each own the whole thing. So each one should be able to knock it out. But here you say, if he's a half and I've had a shutfin, and that goes to the blessing. We're not talking about a case where they each own each own the whole evit for selling half, but rather one owns the body and one has the usership rights. And the case of Chatsi Evid, the Chatsi Menchorin, it's not like he owns half and he owns half, right? Like the, that would be real shutfin. No, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that. It means where neither he all one is missing a get shikhrer, the the ownership rights of the get shikhrer, he's missing that. But it's not like uh it's not like they each own half. One doesn't own himself, one owns like uh, he owns his whole body, and the other one owns the whole rights to use him because he doesn't have a get shikhrer yet. So that's the idea over here that uh, uh, that it's not a regular case of shutman because if it would be a regular case of shutman where each one owns the whole the whole body the whole thing the whole goof whatever the item is the whole item in order to get half then the chari would be able to go out with shame behind because each one is considered an owner so that's what that's what Rashi means below one owns the goof and one owns the paris and you have to say that's what Tos is adding on they have to say the same thing. In the case of Evich Lashay Shutman, it's not like if an Evich belongs to two Shutman, they each own the whole thing. Why does it go up Rashi Barm? Each, each is a full owner, an owner, a full owner of the whole thing in order to split it to half, but each owns the whole thing. And here we're saying that, it, that it's not the case. It must be where each one doesn't own the whole thing for half, but rather one owns the goof and one owns the pair. Says you have to say otherwise, it's Akasha on Rashi. Says the Mishnah, the Kaila Chaber. Now here we're talking about cases where. You know, if you do damages to a person, does a damage to somebody else, you have to pay five things. Nezik, Zari, Bushevis, and Boshes. That we've learned already. What happens in many cases, you do damage, but there's no physical damage. There's no Nezik. There is no devaluation of, of his worth. Uh, there's no doctor's bills or time off from work. But you've embarrassed him. Sometimes you've caused him physical pain, too. Let's say you hit somebody. You hit somebody on his ear. Or sometimes you blow a chauffeur right, you know, blow a, a blast or some music instrument right, you know, blow a bit now a lot of noise next to his ear. And that's embarrassing. No noise, so you have to give him a cello. So here the rabbi said when it's, uh, we'll see, this could be maximum amounts or fixed amounts that the rabbi said, this is what caused, that's a shame. You shamed him, you embarrassed him, you pay him. That's what that's what the boshus is. Not a cello, which is, let's say, four zoos, but rather a hundred zoos, mana. Such or no, such or let's say you hit him, uh, you smacked him on his face. Now some time you give him 200 zoos. Lachiyot, if you did it with the back of your hand, which is more embarrassing, you hit him with the back of your hand. No, it's not you give him 400 zoos. Sarm Ba'ozno, let's say you pulled him by his ear or you damaged the ear or Talish Basara, you plucked his hair. Rokok, Vigia, Bo, Rokok, you spit on him and landed on him. 
you removed his garment, his outer garment. All those are embarrassing things he did. Or Pavrosh Isha, you uncovered a woman's hair in the public. Those little Arabs, you paid 400 zoos. Okay, these are fixed amounts. Now, the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, it all depends on the person's honor. In other words, an important person is more embarrassed than a less like than a, than a poor person, let's say. Um, okay, so the Gemara is going to explain, is that a Kula or a Humra? Meaning, are all these are maximum amounts? The, the, the amounts of money that we listed so far are maximum amounts, meaning for a person who's very mechubad, a very uh, honorable person would get those amounts. If you'd be a lesser person, maybe you'd get less amount. That's what the mission said so far. I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva disagrees. He says, no, there is no difference between one Jew and another. Even the poorest of the poor, these are freed men who became poor. We're all we're all like Malachim. We're all or, or, or we're all like Malachim like kings, not Malachim, Malachim like kings, Malachim. We're all like kings. And uh, you know, we're all honorable people. And these amounts should be given to everybody. That's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. We'll see. We don't all like Rabbi Kiva. We know that all depends on the person embarrassing and the person less embarrassing. And sometimes if a person's more honorable, his embarrassment is greater. If you were if you were um uh, ridiculed. Or embarrassed by somebody who's more chashiv, that also adds on to it. If you were embarrassed by some lowly person, nobody considers that anything. So that's less of an embarrassment. So the the, the, the Tanakhama holds it all depends on who's embarrassing and who's being embarrassed. The Kiva says, no, all Jews are equal. There was a story of the person, Shepar Roshi, there was a story with a Jewish man who uncovered a woman's hair in the marketplace in public. She came before Bekiva, Bechaibo. And Rabbi Kiva's Machayev, the person leaped on the army to give her 400 zoos. 400 zoos. That was the story. Like the Mishnah said, you uncover her hair, 400 zoos. Omalo. So the defendant here claims, as Rabbi said to Rabbi Kiva, Tenlisman, can you give me a few days to, to make the payment? Give, give me a few days before you issue the final judgment. But also, he says, okay, we'll give you a week to check, you know, to, to get, to, to make your case. Shamra. So Shamra met himself as a sorry. So he went, this is a person who did the damage to her, who uncovered her hair went and observed her. You know, he laid in wait there, he spied on her. And he saw that she would, when he waited till she was standing at the opening of her courtyard, he broke a little vial of oil in front of her. Just a small amount, like it worth an Israel, a small amount of oil. Gil says, Rosha, what did she do, this woman? She saw some oil spilling in the street. So she went, she took off her head covering. She, and she, and she was gathering up uh, the oil, you know, she was she was gathering up the oil with her hand and putting the oil on her head. She was anointing herself using the oil on her hair. In other words, she wasn't embarrassed to uncover her hair in public. So Hamid uh, led Adam. So he put some Adam over there to, to uh, witness the thing. Both and came for Bikiva. or Why do I have to pay four hundred zoos? She's not. I didn't embarrass her. She embarrasses herself. She just she's just no honor. She doesn't care to uncover her head anyway. That's no argument. What does it mean, no argument? Because if a person damages himself, even though you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to cut yourself or damage yourself, but you don't have to pay yourself. You don't have to pay anything, even though you're not supposed to. But if other people damaged him, you have to pay. If you cut down your plants, you just, you know, you destroy them. You're not supposed to. Because it's but you don't have to pay, but other people are. So even though, <laughs> me, even though she embarrassed herself, 
fine. She can embarrass herself. She's entitled to, but you're not entitled to. Therefore, you have to pay. That's a, that's a Rebekah possible. Yiboilu. Excuse me. So, when we said over here in a Mishnah that you have to pay a mana, that was the opinion of Rabbi, of, um, Rabbi Uda, that if you um, hit somebody on their ear or blow a loud noise into their ear, embarrass them that way, you have to pay 100. It's 100 mana tsuri from Tyrian mana, which is eight times as much as regular local money. Omana Medina ton. Or is it regular local money, which is only worth an eighth as much? In other words, what kind of money are we talking about? Tashma, there's a story, the person did this. He he hurt his, uh, you know, banged on his friend's ear or blew some loud noise into them. Also, Lakame Dravyuda, he came before Rabyuda, you know, and uh, took him to court to Rabyuda. Rabyuda de Sia, not Rabyuda, the not Rabyuda Nasi, but his grandson to see his other people went by the name of Sia, usually a grandson of Rabyuda Nasi. Amale, Ha'ana, he says, Look, I'm here. And Rabyose Glili, Havla Manatsuri. I am here. And we have Rabyose Glili's opinion here. It's like, I am here. We're not sure what this means at this point. Here am I. Here's Rabyose Glili. Havla Manatsuri, give her Manatsuri. All right, so you see that the psak was that for that kind of a damage, you heard somebody in the ear, the, the, the amount that you have to pay for Boshes is Manatsuri's, 100 of the higher valued money. Shmamina Manatsuri time. So that answers the question. Of is it Mana Medina or is it Madonna? What kind of hundred dollars are we speaking about? Are we talking about like you know silver dollars or paper dollars? The answer is it's the higher amount. Shmamina. Okay. But what's that? What was that case? The um you had a, um, a, a you know plaintiff and a defendant, uh the Mazik and the Nizik, let's call him, where the Mazik hit the guy on his ear or blew something into his ear, and the guy took him to court and said, You gotta pay a hundred. Okay. Man, what was his answer? He came before Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, and he said, well, here are mine, here's your vesicle. What does it mean by that? My ha'ana har vesicle. What does it mean? Here are mine, here vesicle. Ilema, that's what he meant to say. Ha'ana, here am I, the chazizah. I saw this. You came before me, Rabbi Yehuda, came before Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, who was there, who witnessed the story. Who witnessed, here am I, who say, or Rabbi Yehuda and we have Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, not Rabbi Yehuda standing here, or Rabbi Yehuda Suri. Okay. Is that is that the case over here? When when the when the um uh the Nizik came before Rabuta Nasia and Rabuta says, Well, here am I, and here's a recipe. What do you mean by that? Does it mean here am I who saw you? I saw it take place, and therefore I can askin, I'm a witness, and therefore I can judge you and say you have to pay the hundred dollars in Monatsuri. And we why? Because well, how is the amount we have who says that the amount you pay is Monatsuri? Does that mean that the aid can be a dying? We have a machlokas about that. Can a witness become the judge? Let's say that there's the court is outside the court. People from the court, judges are walking in the street and they see something. They see a murder take place. They don't need to, they, they don't need the witnesses to come before them. They saw it. So that's it. Can can the aid, can the witness become a judge right then? Is that what you say? That the aid, that, and, and therefore I can be the judge. This is a money case. So one person, one judge is enough. And therefore, Rabbi Nasiya said, look, I saw it take place. How much is the fine? Well, we have the fine determined by Yosiklu. You already said it's Manatsuri. So the, does that mean to say that the aid can be a dying? Rabbi Nasiya, who was the aid, can be a dying. I have a tanya. We said we have a vice. The Sanhedrin, Shiro, Let's say Sanhedrin was out in the street and they saw Reuben kill Shimon. Some of them should become Adam. Some should be Adam and some of them. In other words, the aid, some of them should be Adam and they should testify in front of the other ones because the aid himself cannot just say, I'm a dying also. Rabbi says, Kulam they're all Adam, Aim, Bain, and Sadayim. Once they're witnesses, they can't become a judgment. They can't become judges. Rabbi Kiva once they're witnesses, it's not like 
Some say, okay, you be the witnesses and you be the judge and you testify in front of him. Rekiva says, if you're a judge, if you're once you're a witness, you can't become it. You can't be a dayan. I call him a Tarfanelim. There are Tarfan says some should be a and some should be dayanim. Nobody says that Aiken says, Rekiva says clearly Aiken Even Reptarfan, who says that some should be Aiken and some should be a Dayanim, says fine. So the Aiken should testify in front of the, of the judge. But he he also doesn't say that the Aiken doesn't say that the Aiken can become a judge himself. No, he doesn't have to testify because he's an aid. He's an aid. There's no better aid than you saw it. There's, there's no better aid to testify in front of a judge than the Aiden, than the judge himself who saw it. So nobody holds apparently a so how could you and say, well, say, I saw it, so I'll be the judge, and I'm telling you, you have to how much you have to pay? Okay, what Rabbi Yosei Glili says. says, no. Nobody holds it there. Apparently, no. The two this Reptar knows that aid could become a dime. Not like Rabbi Kiva. The aid could be a dime. So if they saw the murder take place, that's it. Nobody has to testify in front of them. They could be the judges right then and there. We saw it. We're the judges. Yeah, why is it a judge? Why is it a conflict of interest? What is his interest? His interest is he has no interest in it. So they the they they themselves they don't they don't need it because they're the judges. They don't need to be shukir. That's the tell the the judge the judges is for the judges to say is the guy telling the truth, but he himself knows the truth because he saw it himself. That's the machlokas here. Can aid become a dying or not? But the point is nobody else they can be a dying. Says no. When they saw it at night, they can't be judges right then. They saw it at night. Then you can't have you can't have a court at night. Court cannot start at night. So therefore, it can only come the next day. The next day already, it has to come only by a by a testimony. So he says that's the case over there. That's speaking about where they saw it at night. So Tarfin says, okay. So during the day, some should be witnesses and testify in front of the others, even though the others saw it already. But the others, but it can only be an eight Kimadayan only if he's at that point in time. He saw it right now and he judges. He saw it right now. So he's a judge. I saw it take place. That's it. You have to pay. The judge is out in the street and he saw a car accident. He saw one guy on purpose uh, smash another car. So he could judge right then, according to Tarfim. Now they're asking the low You can't do judgment over there. But the point is, the truth is, though, that Tarfim holds that aid could become a dying if he saw it during the day. In other words, he doesn't have to have a, he doesn't have to come before court. He is the court. He's the witness and he's the court. Rabbi Kiva doesn't know that way. Rabbi Tarfin says he could. And Rabbi Yudha Nasiya will go like Rabbi Tarfin says Rashi. That the story was slightly different. Here am I. I hold like Rabbi Yudha In other words, when he came before Rabbi Yudha Nasiya and he said, look, he hit me in the ear or he blew in my ear. He says, here am I. I hold like Rabbi Yudha What he means is not that I saw it and I'm becoming the judge. And you have to explain, like it goes like Rabtarfan, that Rabtarfan holds that way, even though Rabtarfan, that case over there in the, in the center speaking where he saw it at night, but normally he could become a judge. But rather, here am I, I hold like a bear. So he says that it's Monadamar Monatsuri. And there are witnesses. In other words, according to this, the story was very simple. The the uh, defendant came before the judge and he says, Look, this guy did this, this, this damage to me, uh, make him pay. And Rabbi says, said, Yes, well, I am a judge. And I hold like a I didn't see it take place. I'm not the aide over here. I hold like a basic says you have to pay Monatsuri. And we have witnesses who saw it take place. So pay him. Very simple case. No case of aid Nasadine. But we saw that Rabbi Kiva clearly says, ain't aid Nasadine. If if judges see a murder, they cannot become they 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 uh, they can't uh, pass him based on what they saw. 
Uh, you have to have witnesses come before the judges, like you say, and do Drisha Bechakira. So it's more of a suburb of Kiva, the Ainatus of Dain, doesn't really hold it. By the time we learned, Ikish is Rehab Abnamegro. Pusik says again in the Parsha and Mishpatim, if a man comes, uh, one Bruvin comes and hits Shimon with a stone or with his fist, and uh, and he kills him. So you have to, you know, he gets, it's a case of murder, right? If he hits him, or not really a case of murder, there it's speaking about we have to pay for the damages, right? You have this Pusik over here? No, it's Pusik. On, um, yeah, I don't have the pusik here in front of me. Which pusik is it up here? I don't know the pusik. It's, it's, it's what you test. You test. You test. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't die. In other words, he it wasn't a case of murder, but he has to pay. He's got to pay the five things necessary for shepherds and boshes. Good. Okay. So it says that we can have a pay the five things necessary for shepherds and boshes. Good. Okay. So it says that we can have a shepherd and boshes. Just like fist uh, is is uh, unique, right? That's the word unique. Shemusleid could be given over to the assembly to the court. They could check his fist. Ula edim, and the edim could see it. Of course, In other words, it's got to be something where the court can see the kind of damage as as well as the witnesses. Let's say the edim. Let's say the guy says he hit him with a hammer. Where's the hammer? We lost it. You can't see it, so they can't, you got to bring the the hammer to court and say, "Is this going to kill him?" Let's say he says he hit him with his fist, and it turns out that the mazik didn't have a fist. <laughs> Let's say he he didn't have a fist. Let's say he is he was uh, amputated at the elbow or something like that. You didn't you don't have it. You could see it, so it's just it's just like something you could bring to court, and Adam could see it. So it's got to be something. Yatsa excluding a case where they don't have the the what we call the murder weapon. The murder weapon could be a fist. It could be a an axe, it could be a rock, whatever. Omar Bakiva, listen, Rabbi Kiva said, did he hit him in front of Bezin? Let's say he hit him with his fist, right? But what does that mean? He didn't hit him in front of Bezin. He didn't hit him in front of Bezin that Bezin could say, is this fist capable? Let's say the guy, the guy was a bar mitzvah boy and he had a small fist. And, he, and, and the guy that he hit was a big, you know, 300 pound ox and, uh, you know, big guy. And he says, you think this kid hurt this man to this extent? Did the Besson see it? Did he if they Besnico, Shikamiko, how much did he hit him about Michael? Where did he hit him? Did he hit him in his thigh or on Sipranafsho or on the tip of his heart? But in other words, where did he hit him? Uh, if you hit him in his leg, you know, is that is that as bad as hitting him in the heart? How can they judge based on that? It says, just like the fist is something that's given over to the assembly, to the court, and to the aid, and they can see him. So it's uh, every murder weapon has to be the same way. So, so what does that have to have a murder weapon? You don't know, you don't know how he used it. But oh, let's say he pushed his friend, let's say Ruben pushed Shimon off a roof, or Shabir from the top of a building, Umes and Bezin. So uh, Bezin Hochen, do they have to be able to see how it took place? Do they have to Bezin have to go out to the to the building? Oh, um, uh, oh, um, oh, 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 are you going to bring the, the the building to Bezin? What does that mean? It's got to be something just like you can bring the fist to court and see it, like the murder weapon. What happens if there was no murder weapon? He pushed him off a roof. Are you supposed to bring the roof to court also? I know Bezin has to go to the roof. Voting enough. Let's say you'd say. Bezin is mechuyiv to go out and check the roof and see how, well, could he have been killed from there? Let's say he fell off a roof. The roof was two inches off the ground. So that wouldn't be enough to kill him or, right, it could, or to do the damage. Or let's say and or let's say the roof is no longer there. It fell down. There is the building. Enough, you have to go rebuild it to determine if he could have killed him. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that 
So, so Shimon Tamar said, just like the um, the egg of the fist is something that the, the Bezin could see and the Adam could see, same way, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, the murder weapon's gotta be able to be visible to the court and visible to the witnesses. If we keep this visible to the court, you can't have, they weren't there. Just like the fist something that the Adam could see, of course, the court doesn't have to see it. The witnesses are talking about it, but it's something that the witnesses could see. Of course, what happens if the Adam couldn't see the weapon? They saw somebody fighting, and then they saw this guy damaged, and but they couldn't see the murder weapon, or he didn't have a fist or whatever. They couldn't see it. Then you're potter. Right, because it's got to be. It doesn't have to be the, the, the witness that, that the court has to see. It just that the witnesses have to see it. Tony, it's what do you see? Omar says, says, did he hit him in front of Bezin? She and Kami called. They know how much he hit him. Was it enough to do the damage? Are we called with them? Achana, right? The, the whole machlok is. Kiva said, did he hit him in front of Bezin? Kami called, but how he him? But let's say he did hit him in front of Bezin. Mashma that Bezin could pass him based on that. So what do you see? Eight Nasadayim. What are you talking about? Uh, it's got to be something that the Bezin could see, inspect, and assess to see if that did the damage. How could Bezin see it if it's in a, uh, the, the thing took place somewhere else or in a building or or if he hit him with his fist? How did he hit him? They don't have, there was no video. So what does that mean? So it can't be that. It can't be that. It must be just enough for the witnesses to have seen it, right? But if the witnesses couldn't see it, then there's Potter. But the point is, he said, did Bezin see it? Mashma Bezin would see it. That would be enough. Mashma a nasadayin. Not like Rabbi Kiva said, ain't a nasadayin. The answer is Rabbi Rabbi Shimon Tamani, come up with a Rabbi Kiva himself holds that a nasadayin, but according to Shimon Tamani, holds that a nasadayin, because Shimon Tamani apparently holds, like Rabbi Tarfan or like Rabbi Yudah Nasiya, that an aid could become a dayan. Then he says, according to you, what do you mean? That there always has to be something that the Bezin could see? Bezin can't always see what took place over there. It can't be that it's that just like the, the fist is something that Bezin could see. Bring the fist to court. You bring the mazik to court. You can see his fist. It's got to be something that Bezin could see. What happens if there was no fist involved? He pushed him off a roof or he hit him. Uh, how does he know how he hit him? Did he hit him uh, hard enough to do this damage or not? So that's Rabbi Kiva arguing. It doesn't have to be where Bezin had to see it. You rely on the Adam, but the Adam have to be able to see it. In any case, we have this machlokus whether a nasadayin or not. Rabbi Kiva says a that a nasadayin. And Rabbi Tarfan apparently holds that A could become a Dayan, and Shimon Tamani will hold that way too. A short time, go back to our shirts of short time Shahamis. Remember, a short time pays only half, and he pays out of the goof of the animal. Let's say a short time killed somebody. <coughs> the short time is still judged for death, right? Even though he's a Tom, we had before, there's witnesses, you killed the shore. Let's say he killed somebody, and then after he killed somebody, he, like he did some monetary damage. He damaged him at the shore, whatever, he did some monetary damage. Or you know your your car or whatever it was. Don't know sit in the fashos. You you do the capital case against the shore. They don't sit in the mamanos. Not in the mamanos. Why? Because since the animal's killed and where where when you pay when you pay the damages the chatzinesik that a short time pays. What do you pay out of the goof of the animal? But the goof of the animal is killed, so there is no goof to pay from. Right? It's killed by the court. Ain't no sit in the mamanos. There's no din in the mamanos. Rashi says the tam ain't a mishalma and begufo nisko. Okay. Let's say it's a shore mue. That's what we're going to be, that's what we're going to concentrate on. A shore mue. Shameless that killed the hizik and then he did damage. Now a shore mue, when he did damage, you pay not out of the animal, but you pay out of the owner's assets, right? So Dunanosa did a mummus. You first do the mummus case. You judge the the uh the, the financial case, right? The damages. 
and then after that's assessed, and the owner has to pay. Then you don't to kill the animal if he actually, you know, it turns out that he actually killed somebody. What happens if you don't denefoshes first? It was a it was a shore mu'e, and uh, you said you should have done the you should have uh, judged the financial case first and paid, and then judged denefoshes. Let's say you did denefoshes first, and chosim don't say you don't judge the money case afterwards. Why? Right. He says the chikod of done the precious my my hobby. So what if you done? What if you judge the capital case first? Judge the capital case first. He has to he has to be killed. Right. You take the animal out to kill him. But before you kill him, judge the mo- the monetary case. What's the problem? So what if you did said if you judge him first from the capital case and you have to kill the animal, you don't judge the financial case afterwards, the the Nizikin case. I found the the rabbi, I found the rabbis in the yeshiva. The other coming, they were sitting and learning. And they said, "How money? She goes like Shimon to money. The Amar Ma'agrof Miyuchet Shemosuleidem. We just had this like us Shemani. Shimon to money. We said that just like the fist is something which is given over. In other words, it could be assessed by the court and by the Adam. Alma being an Um You need the judge. You need the Bezdin to be able to inspect it and assess whether he did the the, the case. Baha. In this case, even the Gomardina would tell it. Once you judge the animal and you sentence the animal to death." You don't leave him around. You don't leave the animal around to be inspected by the court because you don't delay judgment. That's called inu adin. We don't have a death row like they have in Texas, right? Um, they don't have death row. If a person judged to be killed, you take him out to kill him right away. Unless there's somebody coming and as malamets chus for him, you kill him out right away. Same thing with the animal. So he says, that's the reason why. In other words, if a shor mui that killed somebody and also did damage, you should judge the money case first. And then judge the the, the um, capital case because if you judge the capital first, you have to kill the animal right away. And what? And what? So what if you kill the animal right away? Uh, but then you have to determine in order for to determine the damage case, you have to see is this animal capable of doing the damage. Let's say the animal was a cat or a small animal, could he have done this damage? So you need you need the best to be able to judge it. That's what Shimon Tamani said. You need to be able to bring the animal to court and judge whether he could have done this damage. And you won't have the animal because you have to kill him right away. And Rava said, Rava said, I found the rabbis who said it goes like Shimon and I feel Akiva. If you can go like a Bekiva, who said what? That the Bezan doesn't have to inspect it, like a case of murder where you know Bezan has to go out and check whether uh, whether he hit him this way or hit him that way. Bezan doesn't have video of it. Or if it was fell off a building, pushed him off a building, doesn't have to go check the building. So why so why over here is there a problem? Why is there a problem in doing the um if you did the capital case first to find you did the capital case first, you kill the animal, you kill the animal, and now you take the owner to court and say, look, your animal did this damage. What's the difference? The court doesn't have to see the animal, according to Bakiva. You know what's making over here? The owner ran away. <clears throat> the reason is, is that the reason why if you did the capital case first, you don't follow it up with the financial case, with the Nazikin case, the damage case. Why? Because the owner's not here. He ran away. So Ibarach, if he ran away, if he ran away, even if he didn't do Dinafashas, you say, if you did the Dinafashas first, you can't follow it up with the Dinafashas because the owner ran away. But if he ran away, even if he didn't do Dinafashas, how would you do the mamas? You're saying well, you should first do din and and then do din If you do din first, you got to kill the animal, right? So contrary to money, killing the animal would would prevent you from doing a financial case because the court has to see him. 
according to Rekiva, that wouldn't prevent him. So why can't you do dinamamas afterwards, even though the animal is killed already? You could still judge the owner with Adam, who's testified to what the animal did. Uh, so the owner's not here. But if the owner's not here, even if he didn't do the, even if you didn't judge the capital case first, how would you judge the dinamamas? Uh, below bottom, you can't judge a man without uh, if he's not in absentia. Answer the couple sade. Answer the Adam came first while the while the owner was there. The Adam testified that your animal did damage and you have to pay. And then he ran away. And then the owner ran away. Baruch. So 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 how would you pay it if the owner ran away? How could you do the damages if if the owner ran away after the Adam testified against him that he owes him? If he ran away and he has no assets, how could you pay it? The answer is you take the animal, if the animal, if you didn't do the capital case first, you did the financial case first, and it was judged that he has to pay. Then he ran away. <coughs> so you could take the animal, <coughs> excuse me, take the animal and hire him out for plowing. And with that money, you'll pay the damages. That's how you do it. That's what came like a beginning. But if that's the case, a time also you could judge Dinamam and Aspiratia, first do Dinam Roshas, Minishtalim, Meridian, pay out of the out of the plowing fee that he would get, better than then do it in the fashas. We said in the case of a of a tom, you don't do dinner in mamas because that's paid out of the good for the animal, and uh, you just kill the animal, you kill the animal, and that's it. But here also, if it's in a moment, if you can hire him out and pay from that, pay from the hire for the plowing. So in the case of a tom, also, why don't you done the dinner mamas first, pay out of the fee for the plowing, and then 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 do the uh, capital case on the animal. That the money that you get for plowing is like the assets of the owner. It's like that's not a, when we say that at the time you have to pay out of the goof of the animal, that's literally from the goof of the animal. You sell the animal and pay out of the goof of the animal. In this case, you have to kill the animal because the animal is a murderer and he's judged for me, so therefore you can't have that. But either way, this this uh, rice that could come out uh, either like Shimon money or like a Bakiva, that's sort of a set of keeping like a Bakiva, that what? That the reason why, if you did the capital case first on the Sharmuay, you don't do the Mamanus afterwards, is it's speaking about the owner ran away. And uh, if the owner ran away, you can't uh, you can't uh, judge him for Mamanus, and he's not here. You can't you can't uh, hold him responsible. But if if the owner ran away after you did the dinner Mamanus and the owners here, and the animals here, uh, then you could uh, you could hire out the animal, pay the damages from that, and then do the capital case afterwards. All right, we'll pick it over from the two dots tomorrow, Mr. Meboy. Have a good day. <laughs>